0: salutations and welcome once again to the Capos Crusaders live at the time from the safe house. My name is David Barry at Dr. Barry on varying social media platforms. I am joined via secure com link. <laughs> let's go with, yeah, let's say it's secure. I am joined by none other than my comrade in arms for the evening is...
1: This is Curtis Fisher at Calm Down Warning at Existential Romeo. And uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah,
1: it's secure. It's secure enough.
0: Oh, we already have people are already in the chat room. This is a wonderful thing. Drew and the TARDIS, what up, man? So, tonight, this is a very special episode of the Plus Crusaders. It is the Infinity Boot Camp. And when we say Infinity, we're talking Infinity War, we're talking Infinity Gauntlet. I mean, I don't know if we want to go into Infinity Crusade, but we could do that too. We could, <laughs> we could go, do that a little We bit. could go Infinity Watch. We could just go Infinity. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, That's the good stuff. It's weird how much Thanos stuff. Quest. Thanos Quest, if we want to go that route. So pretty much, here's what it comes down to. We are your number one source for anything comic book related, allegedly. We have a website down at the bottom. It is thecapelesscrusaders.com, where you can find anything related to the Crusaders. Our social media, our articles... All our videos tonight. What we are going to talk about is, like I said, it is the Infinity Bootcamp. So we want to talk about the comic books that are inspiring the movie, because once you see the movie, if you've read the comics, you're you're going to realize that there were uh, there were multiple books that came into play when it came to this movie. Like we have already we already know that a comic book movie can never be 100% true to the comics because comics last for. The arcs last for months at a time. The the you, there is no CGI budget for a comic book, so a movie can do uh, a movie can only do so much. But they they so far after ten years they've been doing great. But uh, but we're we're here to discuss specifically the Infinity books that inspired the movie. Uh, now Curtis, you are dare I say an expert on the Infinity. Everything. I think you just dared. Yeah. (laughs) Now, I mean, so, so I I know the infinity books, anything cosmic is, is your bag. I mean, like,
1: yeah, that's my favorite part of the Marvel.
0: It it always like there, there are people that are in like, Steve's is into the spy stories. (laughs) You know, he's into like the realistic gritty stuff, the crime noir, which I mean, they're all, we, we all love all of them, but outer space, like deep space, cosmic Entities that is all you. So where, first off, where does that come from? What 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 is it that inspires you to, to love that
1: so much? Um, I think majority of it is just you know the the unknown. You know, for, I think the unknown for some you know scares them off, don't. and the unknown for others kind of draws them in. That's yeah, terrifying. And we might all have like our, our own place. Yeah, it's terrifying, <laughs> right? We, as they say, we we you know we 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 have a tendency to fear what we what we don't understand. But you got some. You know, some call them brave, some call them crazy fools. That, you know, oh, that's uncertain. Oh, that's unknown. Yeah. You know, uh, almost like, uh, what was it? Rob Liefeld, uh, you know, uh, when he was talking on the, uh, oh, gosh, the little sci fi thing about image. He was like, I was the first guinea pig. Throw me on the cooker. You got, (laughs) some of us are like that. I guess when it comes to cosmic things, I'm, I'm Rob Liefeld. I can't draw feet. You can't draw feet, but you're a lovely personality. Uh <laughs> yeah, I'm a lovely person. I, I yeah. have come I
0: have I have come in the last especially year to to lose a lot of my negative feelings towards Rob Liefeld. I mean the man is phenomenal in, in so many ways. Yeah. Um, he
1: still can't draw feet, but No I mean, he can't he, draw but feet, he, but he,
0: he he but he now he just steers into it. Now he now he's just yeah. he just deals with it. He accepted. So the uh when were you a fan the uh, what do you call it? Of the the cosmic stuff when you were younger, reading comics, or is this a, a more
1: a late game thing that got got you into the the cosmic feels? I mean, I've I've always liked cosmic stuff. I've always liked space ever since I was you know a kid. I was always interested in you know NASA and you know and science. And anytime they you know once they started talking about stars and constellations and all that stuff, like I was always. Pretty, pretty interested in that. Um, but now, as far as like specifically around the Marvel stuff, no, it was really within the last, I'd say the last probably two years that I got really, really into the, like where I realized, hey, I like the, the, the cosmic side of things. And yeah. I really started uh, to, to look into the cosmic side of stuff.
0: So I, I, I'm, I think as a kid, I always loved the Silver Surfer, but I didn't get, I didn't like associate the Silver Surfer with, outer space when he was at the, at the core of a ton of the cosmic stuff that was coming out in the eighties the and nineties. I mean, the Jim Starlin and Ron Lim, like a lot of their stuff they did with Thanos and eventually infinity gauntlet, like it came out of starting with Galactus and the silver surfer and, and going into the depths of the unknown and learning about eternity and order and chaos and all these, uh, all these mystical beings out there. Um, so, right out the gate, Infinity War coming out, how many days is it? We're close. Shoot, Thursday? So, Thursday. five days? Five days, 7 p.m., I'll be there. So, in your experience, from everything you've read, and, and the previews that we've seen, what do you think, What what book is... Is being drawn on the heaviest. Like, do you, do you feel like there's one where you're like, you know what, that looks almost like a panel I saw here. That looks like
1: this. Is there is there one that's kind of like sticking in your head? Um, for the most part, like, uh, it seems that they're you know primarily taking from uh, Infinity Gauntlet and uh, Infinity Gauntlet Thanos Quest and then Infinity um by jonathan hickman yeah i mean from what we've seen you know from what everybody's you know talking about uh, you know that that's it will excuse me the thanos quest part was literally from you know uh the, some of the interviews that have been going around with the russo brothers um where they you know were kind of the first ones to bring up thanos quest and you know how this movie is from the perspective of thanos and right. this is his journey on how you know he collects the stones to erect the Infinity Gauntlet, you know, to have the supreme power, you know, or literally as it said in the panel of uh, of Infinity Gauntlet, I think it was issue six, you know, God, you know, he, he is going to be in control of every element of what we know reality to be. Right. I And it's interesting because it seems like they're definitely drawn
0: heavy on the Infinity comic uh, done by Hickman, but the infinity comic done by Hickman has nothing to do with the infinity stones. Cause in that, at that yeah. point in the, in the comic universe, the uh, one had disappeared and the other five were destroyed. Uh, right. when they had used the the gauntlet to, uh, to stop the incursions that were, that were, uh, yeah. uh occurring. So it's, it's really interesting that they're like, Hey, we're going to draw heavy from this, but the main theme, nothing has nothing to do mm. with nothing to do with them.
1: But Yeah. But it's Which is a very interesting itself, because it's like the, you know, like, same thing, you know, I was like, okay, like, how interesting, you know, you, you know, when Hickman's, you know, uh Hickman's up to bat, it's just called Infinity. Right. And yeah, what what when we think about, you know, Infinity, you know, we think about Infinity Gauntlet, you know, primarily, yeah you know, with like, there were so many other Infinity books that, you know, kind of didn't move the needle, right. you know, Infinity Entity and, you know, Thanos Infinity Finale, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Identity. Wait, wait,
0: you, you weren't all about Warlocks, the, the female Adam Warlock, who is just like, wait, now we have another person?
1: <laughs> the oh, goddess.
0: Okay, well, um,
1: fair enough. <laughs> I mean, with all those, but but interesting, but but fun, funny enough, like really the reoccurring theme, one of the main ties is Thanos. You know, like yeah. he, he he always comes into play with that. But really, you know, th- it 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 funny. It comes really back into like a conflict for you know the a, a larger conflict. And really, the through line is usually, as we know, Adam Warlock or Adam Warlock and Thanos. And a lot of it is their relationship. You know, where 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 they you know started off as. I mean, not that they ever became friends, but their relationship. You know, and how and how they you know always end up together you know circumstance you know from one reason or another because of the circumstances that tends to be more of of, of what it is and and it's funny like we have these plot devices like infinity um infinity stones or gems or soul gems whatever they're called whenever they need to change the name um you know we got cosmic cubes and you know cosmic cubes from different universes but there's all plot devices really for you know infinity being challenged what we know to be you know, forward, you know, right. these moments in life, we, we live for the next moment, as they say. Well, there's an infinite number of the next moment. But if we don't deal with this conflict, infinity comes for an end. There is no tomorrow. So I think that's really the reoccurring theme. And right. if you want to talk about doom and gloom, you know, Jonathan Hickman can walk you through so some- much. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, he, He's the one that's going to
0: he's the one that's literally going to tell you a story that is half about Earth. But really, the other half is about this massive fleet of ancient beings coming through space barreling towards earth and they're going to destroy the the universe as we know it because of all these incursions we've caused and it's like wait what does that have to do with thanos what is what is he <laughs> but it's still an amazing story but it's also a really good plot device to be like hey almost all the avengers are not on the planet and which i thought was just a beautiful thing to do so let's 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 go let's go back to the to the start to the to the beginning of of the infinity gem story so you mentioned it uh i completely it blew my mind i don't know why it blew my mind but it blew my mind when i first opened up thanos quest and they're like soul gems and i'm like yeah i'm like what what what, What? how yeah these are these the soul gems it's like no they're They were at one point called soul gems. And then Thanos is like, well, I'm going to rename them because it's better for the story because everyone had (laughs) these soul gems that they were using. So six gems, uh, throughout the universe. Um, we, we even mentioned this off camera. The fact that they were able to tell such a great story in six issues or in, in two issues. Uh Um, but you've got six gems, two issues, and it feels like no, no problem. Like it didn't feel rushed. It didn't feel like oh, this is just wordy and over the top. Like you got these different challenges and adventures that Thanos went on, which I really hope. Excuse me, I really hope we get to see in in the movie because in Thanos Quest, it's a great little book.
1: Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. It, it is. Um, I'm sorry, worries. About, what no, are you
0: no, no, you no, you're good. Yeah. That, that was, that, that was it. It's a good book. Go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is a good book. Um, you know, again, you know, written by, by Jim Starlin, kind of the architect of, you know, the infinity Trinity, if that, you know, if that's what you want to call it. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, he, uh, he, he, he started, He started off, you know, with an, uh, Thanos quest. I mean, really, it kind of started in in that silver surfer run. Right. But, um, you know, yeah, okay. Here, here goes Thanos. All right, you know, I got to gather all the gems, and then from there we end up in uh, Infinity Gauntlet. But Jim Starlin, he wrote Marvel's first um, graphic novel with the death of Captain Marvel. Right, right. Which, um, you know, Captain Marvel. Thanos was another significant villain. I don't, I don't know. If, I don't think he was as well. Maybe, maybe might have been his most formidable. I think at that time, when you know, in the death of Captain Marvel. Spoilers: Captain Marvel dies. What? Spoiler oh yeah i saw oh did i ruin that for you oh wow that is that is interesting (laughs) um but but um but uh jim starlin wrote the first marvel graphic novel so and that one he same thing it was two volumes he executed it perfectly the pacing was proper and everything so when it came time around for this one you know i think it not being his first rodeo and you know in him looking i've 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 watched him he's 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 very he's critical about himself in the right ways really literally just self-improvement so i know he saw whatever he thought he could do better and just made thanos quest just from from each each journey from each gym before he even starts how it talks about what the quest is going to be you know him standing at the infinity well um you know and uh and then he, he he gets it he's there with death he moves on he goes to the first one i actually forget who was first um, along the line but every section it wasn't too wordy right and the, what's funny the reoccurring theme is all these people had gyms and they all had power but at the same time they all fell right and the reoccurring theme I think it's a play Starlin he is one of those people uh, that I mean a lot of people do but his messages are I think pretty apparent and that one I think it it was you know the illusion of power and right. how how the illusion of power thinks we you know uh, make make some believe that they are immune to consequences yeah. Exactly. No, because every single
0: one of them, they hadn't tapped into the full potential because they thought they knew what it was. They thought, yeah, they thought they had enough power. Exactly. They thought this gem just half of them just wore it as an as a as a a trinket, you know, a talisman Mm -hmm. that didn't actually serve a purpose. Um, But every time that's how Thanos usually tricked them was you didn't realize what this gem could do because it started with the uh, the in-betweener. Because when he, because in between,er was trapped by Lord Chaos and uh, and and Order, and he basically, he he again he fools him, he fools his confidence, but he also tricks him into thinking that he can use his power in their realm, and he knows that he can't. Um, but yeah, I I, I it's interesting that you mention that because it's like Starlin did what a lot of writers have a hard time doing, where he he retconned in the the story you know like he made changes as he was going and you didn't feel like they were poorly executed you know like it, it he took renaming the gems and it was just like oh because he was looking in the infinity well and one of them is is the soul gem and these guys just didn't know what they were so we'll call them infinity gems yep. like in-story retcon and everyone's like I like that.
1: I like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, and everybody just r- rolls with yeah. it. I think it's his style of writing. He has a very, like, kind of low, no stress, you know, kind of go with it. He doesn't – he, he he's very gentle, mm-hmm. like, with his stories, like, as big as they are. It's funny. Like, he, he he serves them up to you in a way where it doesn't smack you in the face and you're like, oh, man, wait, no, that's such a brass change. It's, right. Everything's very fluke. Yeah, and I think no one was missing the Thanos copter back when Thanos flew a
0: helicopter in the in the '70s before all this happened. Oh, dude,
1: they would have sold another five hundred thousand copies having, uh, I, well, I, and I think cop.
0: I think part of it is the way that they killed him and they brought him back, and they were again that was just a retcon they were able to do. Like he was serving death before that because he was killing people, mm-hmm. but now, right. like, no, now his his sole purpose for existing is because death brought him back and gave him this job and now it's like all right now like now we have basically rewritten the character like his his origin is the same but he's got a new origin that's the rebirth you know that's the that's the parents being gunned down in the alleyway that's krypton exploding you know that's that's world war ii for cap like that's the thing that makes him do what he wants to do and it is so seamless the way he takes that and he's just like turns this character who was a pretty bad guy but makes him into a monster you know like a yeah. cosmic monster who has ultimate power and the courtship of death as his goal you know and it and he even he honestly he fooled me a couple times he kind of faked me out i was at one point i'm like wait wait that's not thanos's like what he's going for like that's not his his end goal, but the way he had fooled the characters in the book into being like, Yeah, you just want power and you're going to turn on death. I was like, Yeah, no, what? Wait, like it confused me. And I'm like, how, How is a book written 27, 28 years ago? How is it catching me off guard this well? I was pleasantly surprised by how different and how just brilliant starlin what his writing was in this in this story like and it and it the artwork lended itself well of course local local legend ron Lim, penciling that thing up and it was the the way he the way he drew some of the scenes like what like when like when thanos warped reality or like when he got all the gems together and he it showed his him his face every time what it could do that was like, Yeah, it was all distorted. and distorted. Yeah, when it split him yeah. open and he's like cracked open and you oh, see all one the one versions. I, I wish yeah. I could have... I wanted to screenshot just that whole thing and get it as a poster. You know, it's just... It, Ron Lim was out the gate just having this reality-bending style that was just perfect mm-hmm. for that story. Um <laughs> Yeah, and, and I think...
1: And like the Doctor Strange stuff on that. Yeah. Oh,
0: man. Doctor Strange is... And then you've got, um, so, so Thanos quest follows Thanos going on his quest to get all six infinity stones. Um, and he does it in some screwed up ways, the way, the way he kills and takes advantage of the people that he gets to. I think the worst one, in my opinion, was the gardener. Cause you know, the, the gardener, <laughs> dude, the gardener, like the gardener was just this guy who wanted power. So he could tend this perfect garden. He just wanted to build this garden. And he didn't want to hurt anybody. He just wanted to have this beautiful garden. And Thanos comes and he's like, man, you got a really nice garden. You know why I'm here, though. Like, I'm going to come for that stone. And he's like, yeah, well, all right. Well, I'm going to have to fight you. I know I'm probably going to lose. But, you know, I need to protect my garden. And then it just goes into, like, this monologue where Thanos is talking about his quest and what he's going to do and the stones and then he, you come to realize that he has already used his power stone to take yeah. the time stone. <laughs> oh, and then just, just the vines like spill. Because the gardener was all about Threw plants. Through his eyes. Through his eyes and his, things, eyes yeah. his mouth. He's, just, he's killed by all of his plants. Because his whole thing was he was using the time gem to grow these plants faster or slower. And then stop them at their perfect point. Which he didn't realize. He didn't know it was time that he was affecting. He thought he was just gardening really well because of his gem and thanos uses it to cause all these vines like swamp thing style to come out through his nose and his eyes and his mouth and he's like but you're not listening anymore and then he turns to him and he's just dead
1: and you're like oh okay so <laughs> right. that was it yeah he, he's the, i know it and it's crazy how like yeah we and we start to follow thanos down that monologue and whatnot and we follow him on and then it, literally it's like it's almost like the the camera pulls out, and we see the whole scene. And yeah, the gardener's there, and he's just like overtaken by. I mean, again, the very thing that he wanted he he wanted a garden. Now, right. even having the 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 type of power that that it is required to tend to the type of garden he had yeah. is immense power. And again, that power ultimately ended up being his his downfall. Again, even you know a kind of a reoccurring theme like the power that you seek can right. ultimately ultimately be the power that does you in yeah even if you're just trying to make a garden even if you're just trying to make a garden (laughs) you know know, like like,
0: it's it's crazy because because every like there are other people like like the champion who was he was using the power gem and he was using it to to fight people and to kill people yeah just to
1: just to go around on a quest and just whoop people's butts basically exactly so it's
0: like okay like yeah you, you see him losing it and and then the runner who just was just running that was my favorite without even realizing that he was actually teleporting mm-hmm. um right and of course the collector and the grandmaster because why wouldn't they have stones and and right. be you know doing terrible things either or just staring at them the way the collector did because he's just like it's a beautiful bauble, and he's like yep. y- yeah no dude you you have the reality gem here let me warp your mind
1: real fast right it's uh, there's so much more to it. i think and that was probably that was my favorite one the runner just yeah. like how yeah, he didn't realize that he was teleporting again. Thanos, you know, a little bit of knowledge goes a long way. Brains over brawn. Thanos right. outsmarted him in that one. Used the time stone. Made him super old. Used it again. Made him a baby. Yeah. And, and actually, he... And then took the baby back to the collector and traded the collector, the ba- the, the runner, as a baby. And since he was a... Uh, hold on, wait. Now, let me think. The runner is an elder, right? right. He's not a Celestial. Celestial. I believe he's an elder. Um, may... Uh, Traded him a baby elder, and of course the collector, not being able to resist that shiny rare thing, took it, and then Thanos traded uh, Thanos traded him for the stone, and then did the collector in right after. Exactly. So thoughts about if if any anything from
0: the Thanos quest? Do you think any of it's gonna make it into the movie?
1: Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, think, um, I mean, we've already seen and And again, you know, I, am the type of person, I take trailers with a grain of salt because of a, they put stuff in the trailers that don't even end up in the movie. Right. B, they put stuff in trailers that end up in the movie, but it's edited different. Like right. all the stuff from Thor, when all the <laughs> Odin stuff was supposed to happen in New York and the is a different Allen. green screen. Yeah, different green and that's but that's the beauty of green screen. Right. Oh hey, I need to change this scene. Well, no problem. Well I this green screen. Yeah. But how they changed all that to be, you know, dealing with o- Odin in uh Norway, you know, it's it's kind of a similar thing here. But what what we did see, we did see the collector. So we know the collector is, you know, or should be in the movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they'll completely take that one out. He was in distress. He was on the ground, he was not in a good position. Um, so I think we know that, 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 uh, that they, that they go, that they go there. He has the eighth, the ether, which I believe they said is the power stone. Right. And this one. So he's going to be in it. The grand master, I believe the grand mat, if the grand master isn't in this one, he might be, he might be in the next, but he doesn't have a stone. Right. So the grand master, I mean, there's, I guess there's no reason to visit him. I think, I think part of, um, I think they're going to, cause what they usually do is they'll take a, something that's like or close enough and they'll swap it out you know, with, with something that has been introduced in the right. movie. So I'm interested to see where Xandar comes in on all this because they have the, oh, no, no, no. Pa- the, the Aether is, I think is the reality stone. They have the power stone. Yes, yeah you're, yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah, because um, the Aether being the reality stone because the, the, the Dark Elves were going to use it to change all of reality to darkness. And then the yes. power stone is what uh, Ronin was using. And, and if you touch, you know, the
1: planet, it would destroy it because it's all this power. Right, right, totally wipe it out. So I, I like I think we're gonna see we, we see the purple gem, mm-hmm. the, uh, the power stone in there. So I think Zan- I mean we know Xandar is gonna get ran through, right? Um, uh, the collector he's gonna get ran through. Yeah. So I think I think it's gonna show them uh, collecting those ones and then the other one. I mean, obviously Loki has the Tesseract. Mm-hmm. So you know I don't I, I, I I'm curious to see who they who they put in place of uh, or like who Loki signifies from thanos quest right um i think i think i think that i think at this point the soul stone it is either really in within the great mound um you know in the center of that um wakanda wakandan asteroid that hit the the area or thanos already has it okay um because because one thing i will say thanos knows and he's wise and he's smart He's he's one of the most enlightened beings in the world. It just so happens that you know what what his goal is. The act of his goal, the intent behind it, is you know some would say in the right place, but the but how he achieves that, the means right. Right. Are, are you know co- are, co- uh, cosmic, oh. cosmic balance by murdering half the people. Cosmic in the balance, right? <laughs> by just the uh, cosmic balance by murder. Yeah, eh, I don't know Thanos, but uh, I don't see it. he gave Loki the uh, the mind stone, right? Within the Scepter, which I believe is Corvus Glaive's Glaive for Blade. Okay, okay. Yeah, I believe, well, because that was Corvus Glaive that was, I mean, essentially that was Corvus Glaive that was in um, those scenes with Loki in the first Avengers. They just, you know, I think they hadn't found out that they were figured out that they were going to use the Black Order yet. But he snapped, uh, Ronan snapped that dude's neck and it literally looks just like Corvus Glaive's Blade, if you kind of look look yeah, at it. And yeah, yeah. it looks like the thing. If you watch the trailers, the thing that's in, lo, lo, uh, uh, in Vision's head, that looks like the scepter. Right. So I, I think that's it. But I don't see... Why would Thanos give Loki, who I, we all know he doesn't trust, why would he give him the Mind Stone in order to go get the Tesseract, which right. would give him two stones, and he doesn't even have one stone to himself to defend himself? So I, I was thinking about that. I, I think...
0: I think you said he's smart. I think he knew that in order to draw out the other stones, he basically, Mm -hmm. if you want to make money, you got to spend money. He knew he had to distribute Mm -hmm. his stones that he had. Mm -hmm. And he knew that that would dig up the other ones. You know? Yeah, I agree. And and, and so so I think he knew, he knew, and he knew that something was going to come around and Loki was going to have to beg for his life and give him the Tesseract, because you because you know Tesseract, because when he grabs it in Ragnarok, mm-hmm. he's like, if if he survives this, life's good for him. Why why would he do it? Either the whole time that's been his in game to get it back to Thanos, or he's like, hey, the the universe is changing. I might lose my protection. I'm gonna grab this so I can give it to Thanos in a pinch if he finds me. So it's 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 like. Is is Thanos, does he know how Loki is gonna double cross and then double cross? Like, does he see all the double crosses? So he's like, he's gonna do this, then this, then this, then give me the cube. So it's it's kind of like Absolutely. he he distributes all of these gems because he knows it's gonna dig up the other ones. But I'm with you, the soul gem, that's the interesting one. Um, because in the in the comic, of course, that's what he gets that from the in-betweener. And that's not a lot of character that you're gonna bring into the movies, because it's like, hey, we're gonna have this guy. He's literally half black, half white. He wears a gi. <laughs> he he serves these two floating heads. One's golden, one's purple. Like they're not gonna go. That that's weird.
1: <laughs> not not yet. Nah, not yet.
0: <laughs> not yet. So the, so so the in betweener had the soul gem in the comics. So we so the soul gem could really, it could be anywhere. Um, but I also find it interesting because uh, the Grandmaster and the Collector in the Marvel in the Marvel Cinematic Universe—they're just dudes who have acquired power, you know, who have consolidated power. Right. They are not elder beings. Like they're—they're they're, they're ancient. They mention that, but it's not because they're like—they're not at the table making the decisions with Eternity and with Order and Chaos. Like they're just two dudes who. One guy had a lot of money and, bought his, and buys and sells and gets his collection, and the Grandmaster has all these gladiatorial battles. So it's like neither of them are like these powerful cosmic beings. So it's kind of like they're not going to be that challenge to Thanos, where he has to have that battle of wits or that that you know bat, that that contest with the Grandmaster. If they did have stones, he's just going to bowl through them with his army and the and the Black Order, and which which I which is is kind of. Uh, it's an interesting thing to think about because in the in the comics, just the way Thanos was uh on this this mission to gain this cosmic power, it's like here, what is what is the source of the power in the Thanos in the movies? You know, like is he just super powerful? Cause he did, did cause he's saying he serves debt. Like he, you know, the the line from the um the dude with all the fingers in Avengers when he's like to, to challenge them is to court death and Thanos turns and smiles. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. that's just a, that's a joke. That's a hint because we don't actually think death like as a, as a hooded woman who switches back and forth between a beautiful person and a skeleton is actually pulling the strings. He's just got this weird mission for cosmic balance that he's apparently possibly given himself. You know, so it's, it's, it's interesting
1: yeah, it's it's it, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how what like what you know what what the what they make the motivation in the movies to be, what it has grown into in the I mean even just in the short time where like Thanos first got resurrected and you know it was because of death and um and then you know he basically felt you know indebted and at the same time like especially um there's a tie in to an Infinity War, mm-hmm. um I think it was in the Wolverine book one Wolverine one ten okay. And it, and, and it, and it's like within the midst of like everything going on in Infinity War, like Thanos is fighting himself, mm-hmm. basically at this point, and uh, like he has like this almost like a daydream, but it really did happen. Like Death kind of came and and kind of took him away for a second, and like kind of had a conversation with him, and like you realize that the reason why Thanos, it's it's crazy again in that twisted way. The reason why Thanos loves Death so much is because Thanos' whole life is chaos. Right. His, like he even knows it. Like I'm telling, like he's an enlightened being. When, yeah. you, when you read everything and just hear how he talks and everything, like the, Thanos, there's no illusions. Yeah. Thanos knows reality all too well. But, the, but as terrible as his reality has been and he's accepted it, the only thing that's ever brought Thanos death is peace. I mean, peace is death. Yeah. Like that's why he loves death so much. Death is a comforter. He's like, and, and then being that death gave him life back. Yeah. And then he was like, hold on, wait. He basically met his. His love, he's like, hold on, wait, I love you. You took me away from all this stuff, so I finally had peace. But then you gave me life back. Well, with my life back, like I'm indebted to you. What, what else would I do but serve you? Right. So he's this like he's. It's like he's this strange, like, like love sprung guy, really, just trying to give death its just due. You brought me back to life. I'm forever indebted. Infinity. I'm infinitely indebted. Yeah. <laughs> and that's his whole thing with, 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 with death. Like yeah. from all and it's just it's this person who who he loves death. But all the ways that he tries to prove to death how much he cares for death, like one, it doesn't impress her. And two, like you're trying to show someone you love them, a person, death personified, but you have to kill all these people. Right. that <laughs> have the happy universe. Well and,
0: and to show it. And especially it's um it's interesting because he when he goes for when, when he tries to build the Infinity Gauntlet and and carry out her task, he mm-hmm. even says, basically, it's because it's it would take me centuries to do it otherwise. And it's kind of like he just wants he wants the fastest way because he wants to get there. But it's not just that he wants to complete the mission for her. It's that he wants to be her equal. He wants to he wants to give her give her the universe. And then yes. they even have that issue where where uh, her servant, she won't talk to him because she's above him and then once he gets the infinity gauntlet she won't talk to him because now she's below him she's a threat she's a thread in the cosmic fabric that he is because he has the infinity gauntlet cuz he's so powerful and he's so frustrated he like he's like I know I could make her talk to me I could make her love me because he can control right. reality but he doesn't want to he wants to earn it and that is that's
1: not true love that's not free will she's exactly. not free will and then he and, and then he, he gets and so he, frustrated. And he doesn't have an illusion about that, right? Nope.
0: And, and then because and then but when in the Infinity Gauntlet story, when he eventually is just like, "Fine, like you're not going to be my love. I will create my perfect love." And it's and, <laughs> she's so bad, <laughs> and it's not enough. Yeah, <laughs> that he just creates this weird purple woman.
1: Bro, bro. side note, real quick, real quick. I swear, <laughs> I swear that like the the next Thanos story after the ones that they have coming out net now. Yeah, the next one. I need them to like do like a Superboy Prime and bring Taraxia back. <laughs> like the next big villain needs to be like, whoa, who's this person? Like who like like they're leaving all the, the like the, the the trails of Thanos and all of Thanos's traits. Like, right. but Thanos is right here. You know, like Thanos is locked up, or they like they totally know where he is. Like he's obviously not doing this. And they go and they check around everything. And they literally go down their Rolodex. <laughs> like I want them to make this very obvious that they yeah. have no idea. And then finally. She just comes and she makes an interest and like everybody remember me. We're like, oh my god, we haven't seen Taraxia. You're, you're the 91. one you're the one who <laughs> popped off Iron Man's
0: head and then presented yeah. it to Thanos. <laughs> I'd be down with that, dude. I'd be down with a Taraxia like one shot. Or or give give it to one of those writers who's just doing these one offs in like the far future yeah. and just yeah, do yeah, something yeah, yeah, crazy yeah. with her. Like make her like queen of the world or something. Like Have to.
1: You have to t- the taraxia quest just mark that i, I want that <laughs> bro i want that go. written <laughs> like it's, it anyway and it's the same initials Thanos quest taraxia quest but it would be, i mean i love i always love the trope of like going back and taking something that was very like comic book tropey yeah, yeah but then like making it like something like serious you know like in a real threat like in the modern day comics she'd be the perfect because she was 100%. such a just a trope yeah oh my god if they made her like legit now it'd be crazy
0: yeah, it's, like, it's like what dc tried to do with uh, um oh with psycho pirate <laughs> oh <laughs> man. they tried to make psycho pirate a serious villain it didn't work but you appreciate the effort of taking psycho pirate who dc and bringing in bring in psycho pirate taraxia could be marvel's psycho pirate but it could be
1: done better absolutely maybe yeah Psychopirate is like the in-betweener of the dc <laughs> exactly. so it's, like, it's like all right your name not cosmic and all emotional yeah
0: your name and your abilities don't match and neither does your outfit but uh okay you're Psychopirate. <laughs> sound sounds good marv wolfman we love you <laughs> we, lo- we love you thanks marv we love you marv. <laughs> uh, okay so fla- flashing forward to infinity so infinity mm-hmm. written by jonathan hickman I recently, I, 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 I jumped back into it. I'm going to be honest. Probably the last great Marvel event, in my opinion. I, I, I have enjoyed Civil War 2. I enjoyed Secret Empire. They yeah. were good. They weren't great. Infinity
1: was great. You know, like... It, about, I mean, did Secret Wars come out at before? It, see, that came out before Infinity, huh? No, no. Secret Wars was after. Secret Wars after? How yes. do you feel about Secret Wars? I th- I think I feel like Infinity is better than.
0: I Secret still Wars. no yeah you're Infinity oh uh, no Secret Wars was fun. Secret Wars was fun mm-hmm. and 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 weird, um, and did some some crazy stuff like just with making Doom, you know this God and having all these powers and they they did some really interesting things. But I think Infinity overall was just a better story, um, because it, it literally it, it's 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 two parts. It's This this army, you know, this 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 fleet of the creators of basically like the the harvesters of the universe is coming for Earth. And so so the Avengers go out to fight them. And then Thanos with his Black Order is like, cool. Earth's got nobody like let's let's go. Let's go take it out. Mm -hmm. And it is interesting because it's there's scenes, there's panels straight out of the book that we've seen in the trailers But we know it's not about the stones, because in Infinity, it's about um, Thane. Thane. It's it's about it's about his son. Um, Which again, the the whole Thanos being a monster, like when he has when when these planets offer tributes, it's all their children. He's just yeah, I know, right? God, he's he's messed up in every way, Um, right? But yeah, so we got so we've got Infinity, which focuses on like you said these these two parts, and. Shot for shot, it looks like the battle for Wakanda is like right out of right out of infinity. Oh, yes. Minus the, you know, the players, yeah. the players involved. Um Doctor Strange but and the, Hi- the setting. The yeah. Setting Oh yeah, the setting. exactly. And it seems like the events, like them trying to fight back basically against Thanos' army. Um the uh Ebony Maw and um and Doctor Strange. We've seen him being, uh, him torturing him in the torturing. in the previews, right out of yeah, like, the comics, yeah. where he's you know all Illuminati status. And at that point, I believe Doctor Strange is like, he's not a he's not a bad guy, but he's it's when he's like not he's like corrupted, like he's the Sorcerer
1: Supreme. Yeah, he was like influenced. Yeah, basically. yeah, like the, almost under like uh, someone else, Ebony, Ebony Moss. Yeah, so. kind of. Yeah, and and, it, and but it was like he
0: was still doing good, but he was just. He was like everyone in the Illuminati. They all were like at the, at face value, they're heroes, you know. They're they're Mister Fantastic, right. they're Iron Man. But then, um, right. but it, it once you know what they've done, everything you read is it's it's
1: tainted, you know. It's it, their words it, are tainted, yeah. you know. Which is kind of the, that was kind of like a re- oh, I'm sorry. Resume. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. Um, no, that's kind of like a reoccurring theme, um, like throughout. And not just the trope of Hickman either. Like he was very intentional of like, again, you know, like, Hey, do, 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 do does the, does, you know, do the me, do, do that, does the end justify the means yeah. basically in that face? Like they, they have the intent and the goal is for things to be done good, but how you had to get there, the decisions that you had to make, right. does it justify it? Right. You know, you're like, okay, I know why you did that, but man, like, that's what you had to do. Yeah. Like. That's something that, like, the enemy, we, the enemy would normally be known for doing right. or, or, you know, something of that sort. But true, it, they, they, make, they make,
0: like, Thanos-style decisions, but they, they question it, as opposed to Thanos being like, this is what I need to do. I need to, I need to build a bunch of bombs and blow up these planets as they come towards my planet. Like, he's like, it needs to be done, it needs to be done. But Black Panther and Mr. Fantastic, they're both, like, they're questioning it. They know they have to do it. But they're not happy mm-hmm. that they're that they're doing it, um, just like they weren't happy when they created the device that would blow it up when they got together with the Infinity Gauntlet to stop the incursions. Like they all they were making these hard decisions. Like it's our planet or this planet, but we still yeah. feel awful
1: doing it about what we have to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's almost like we have to self sabotage. We like we have to lose a little bit. Yeah. So like the world doesn't lose a lot. You they it's they have to like a. Lesser of the two evils. Type yeah, thing, they almost. have
0: to sacrifice some of their humanity so
1: that humanity survives. You know, right? right. Which is kind, of, which is very interesting. That's what Cap. You know, kind of. I was like rewatching Avengers the other night. The first, well, actually, I've rewatched both of them: Avengers One, and Two, in preparation for yeah. this week. Because <laughs> if you didn't know, Infinity War is coming out on Thursday. What? So if you haven't gotten your tickets yet,
0: let me uh, let
1: me see if there are any available. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, you check. You're probably not going to be any. You're going to be like in the booth with the projection person. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> like a reoccurring thing, like Cap said that to you know to uh, you know to Nick Fury. You know he, was, he walked in while he was you know punching you know on the on the on the heavy bag, and he was like, you know, uh, when I woke up, um, you know, they told me that we won the war, but they right. didn't tell me, you know, like what we, what lost. we lost. Yeah, in the process. yeah,
0: it's true, and it's because that's exactly what they're doing here. They're 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 destroying worlds. They're, they're, uh, they're just not, they're not doing the nice thing, but they're doing the thing that has to be done. Um, right. and it's, it's tough. And, and I, and I hope I, I feel like it's going to come into play lightweight in, in the infinity war movie, like because the, the, they have to make these decisions, you know, they have to, they have to do these, they have to make the hard choices. We've already seen, um, a, a version of this and a shameless plug here. If you go on our website, the dot we have a blog entry <laughs> called caps burden. Uh, it is a fantastic article written by the Azorian one. And it's about captain America. Um, and once he finds out that Bucky killed Tony Stark's parents, him holding on to that knowledge and keeping it from him. It's, it's no, it's, it's not on par with killing a planet, but it's, it's, <laughs> we, we already see these like hard decisions being made. You know, we, we already see the team making these hard choices in the Civil War and and everything that followed like they've had to make some tough choices to what they do what they think is right. And in Infinity that was like an extreme version of that, you know. It's are are, are we doing what needs to be done? But now now we have our MCU heroes who are going to come face to face with the children of Thanos, aka the Black Order. Um and it's, it's 10 years
1: in the making, man. It's. I just. Nothing's ever been done like this before. Nah. Not built up like this. Not over, a you know, a, a decade. Yeah. Uh, this is. Yeah, this is this is uh, this is comic book history. This yeah. is film and cinematic history. Well, and, this
0: and is, no, no movie. No, no one has ever attempted to draw from so many sources about a story right. you know because the because Thanos's story and the infinity gauntlet story has been told so many times by so many some sometimes by the same people sometimes by different people it's that's a lot of comics to boil down and try to put into film you know like we, we absolutely Thanos quest infinity gauntlet infinity war infinity crusade everything in between um and there's still stuff they haven't even touched on like you know we we haven't Adam Warlock still hasn't come into play. We know he's probably going to come into play in the next Guardians of the Galaxy, um, and who knows what role he's going to be performing. Uh, but yeah, it's just this is this is an epic in every sense of the word, you know. And it it couldn't be a better story to do that with. Definitely, definitely. It's it's it, the cosmic cosmic repercussions of the infinity gauntlet. That's, that's how you, that's how you tell a great story, you know?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's like, it's the, it, like the infinity, I mean, you know, it's a wish box, you know, yeah. cosmic cubes, you know, you know, like it's, it's, it's a, it's a wish box type thing, but it's a really great, it's a really great plot device. Yeah. But the the thing behind it is definitely the characters, um, you know, the, uh, the inspiration, what's, what's at stake. Now it's an interesting question that 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 I've been thinking about that I'm posing is because you know the world of comics like when we think about comics I think we have a tendency to think like oh it's almost infinite yeah (laughs) Ah, infinite (laughs) infinity comics you you know like like where 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 does it end does it end we know that you know so many have come out but we also know that the reality is the amount of, like, really good comics compared to, like... I don't want to say, like, oh, there's tons of just crappy comics out there. There are. But there's just a lot of, like, mediocre kind of comics that tend to maybe pander to people who are just really into the character, you know what I mean? As opposed to maybe being the greatest well-written story. There's not a crap ton... Like, there's a good amount, but there's not a crap ton of, like, the best of the best. And Marvel... I mean, the, everybody now is clamoring for comic book content, right. which I'm I'm happy that these writers like Brian K. Vaughan and uh, Rick Remender and you know Jonathan, uh, oh gosh, uh, Hickman, Hickman, Jonathan Hickman, not Jonathan Hickman, the other one, uh, Walking Dead. Oh yeah, dead yeah, him and Hickman. Oh now now I'm blanking on it. We'll come back to it. <laughs> oh Kirkman, Robert, Kirkman. Knows Robert Kirkman. Kirkman, Robert Kirkman, Robert Kirkman, Jonathan Hickman, or Robert Kirkman. <laughs> I always mix up their names. But all of them, they're they're like they're able to like eat and you feed their families very well take that money roll it back into the comic book community so that's good but the 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 stuff that marvel is drawing from i'm glad they have some i'm glad they have jason aaron and i'm glad that they have um al ewing you know <clears throat> to like write these further the cosmic universe because they're they're like going through a lot of the good stuff and i almost and i'm curious if you if you feel this way do you think they're gonna kind of go through all the big stuff the really good stuff soon I feel you. So it's like
0: winter soldier being one of the best captain America stories ever written is it's been made yep. into a movie and it was a great movie. Where, right. where do we go from here?
1: story has been told. Yeah. I feel you. Um, Ooh, that's actually a really good point. I, I yeah. touched Ragnarok. We've touched, yeah. you know, planet Hulk a little bit like, yeah. cause we're, they're taking tidbits from like three different stories instead of like capturing so much of one. Right. when it's so
0: i think they've done at least a good a a well well enough job of spreading out the characters so Mm -hmm. now you have like these great every character usually has a great solo story and so you've at least got a couple of those Mm -hmm. you know we got a couple captain marvel stories that need to come out a couple doctor strange stories that need to get told um but as far as like big events i mean you've had ultron (laughs) you're gonna have thanos yeah I mean, like Red Skull's already, I think teleported to the other side of the universe at the end of Captain America. I don't think he's actually dead. but he's <laughs> I still think he's just off in the other side of the universe. So Absolutely. it's true. No, it's I, I think and and some and sometimes the comics themselves are kind of m- not mimicking the movies, but they're kind of following along those stories, not really creating necessarily some are, but not necessarily creating these great new events to be told. I mean we still have secret wars um if 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 the Disney Fox deal goes through um, we still have um secret invasion you know I, I think if if the interest stays there, I think they've got 20 more years of big events if they build this the way they are now if they, if they follow the pattern and the and the I mean and as long as the writing is still good I mean we're still going to keep showing up. You know, we're we're gonna keep going into these theaters, and when we're when we're in our fifties, and they're like, "Hey, Secret Invasion, the Scrolls," and you're like, "Yeah, love it. Read it when I was twelve. It's gonna be awesome." You know, like I'm. <laughs> so I I, I I I wonder if I wonder more if the, the the film the comic film bubble will burst before they run out of strong content.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Absolutely. Yeah. Now that I mean makes sense to me. I could I could see that being the case. I mean. And that's the thing, like, for I mean, going backwards anyway, like, if, if the cutoff was like, okay, well, you know, maybe from, like, 2013 back, like, okay, well, you ran through Infinity Gauntlet. Infinity War is, right. I mean, you're using the Infinity War name, but Infinity War is not a strong enough, you know, like, event to make. Unless yeah. they do a lot of rewriting, which I think that's kind of, but as you kind of alluded to and we've talked about before, and I think that's ultimately where it's going because they're making so many of these movies. Right. Like, if they're grabbing the cream of the crop, then, they, they, then they're then they grabbing stories that are kind of more recent, even using Infinity. They're grabbing stories more recent, but the movies are starting to have comic books follow those. Right. And, like we've talked about before, these these screenplay writers and everything, they're writers, too. So, I think it might get to the point where it's like, okay, hey, we can still pull some stuff, but they just might have to do a little bit more writing. Right. Um. And, you know... I think I think we, I think it it will it may get to the point where it catches because everybody loves like spectacles like the Greek gods and Shakespeare if those stories have survived then comic book stories are going to survive because it's almost an extension of those things right. with like a modern update but I think it's going to get to the point where they might it might catch up and then they're just kind of both writing at the same time but yeah yeah, yeah just hang, hang on to hang on to Lemire marvel <laughs> hang on to jason aaron hang on to al ewing yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was i was
0: just thinking about it earlier because I, I was just reading infinity and I was just reminded how good it is and it's interesting that it uh in a lot of ways um that was the the big um like i said the last big good marvel event and now dc is kind of following suit with after metal metal was kind of like this not universe ending event but universe expanding event um the same way that infinity was introducing a lot of characters a lot of new characters we got the new star brand um we, we get um well, i can't remember his name all of a sudden the dude who teleports the spear um manifold yeah thank you wow uh, Manifold, like uh, we 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 got a lot, a lot of new young new characters that came out of the Infinity Event, and Marvel then kind of backed off on those, and it kind of went back to their 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 main guns. And and DC's kind of doing the same thing right now with with Metal. It it brought all their their big characters in the forefront, but it's also introduced all these new characters again. Uh, the Immortal Men. Sometimes they brought back some classic ones. Sometimes brand new characters like the Curse of the Brimstone and all these characters that are that are new to the comics. It's it's Mar- Marvel comics uh have i'm not gonna say they're not as strong as dc but dc's been on a steady upward slant where marvel's kind of been like some of their stories are doing great other ones are kind of like uh kind of petering out and you know dc isn't isn't perfect all the time either but uh but right now it's it's an interesting like that that parallel of writing the the movie the movie wave versus the comic wave. Since DC's not doing that well in the movies, their comics are still having to be strong, and they are. And Marvel's putting out some some solid stuff, but nothing like Infinity and Jonathan Hickman, you know, even five,
1: five, six years ago. Was that five years ago now? It might have been five years ago. Uh, it's 2018? Yeah. Infinity was 2013? Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, four or five years ago. So, yeah. so yes, yeah, so, I mean, it's
0: it's it's interesting who who's gonna need to pick up their game first? You know? And uh I mean as long as as long as we can just keep getting I mean I don't want the same thing because obviously like Thanos has been told so many times and it I mean he's still great. He's still a great villain and giving new writers the the capacity and the ability to write him is a good thing. But uh as long as it doesn't stagnate, you know, as as long as nothing gets stagnant which there's always that worry i think i think we're gonna have a good time ahead and we're gonna be able to keep doing lots of podcasts about lots of comic books <laughs> comic absolutely movies. i mean
1: of course i'm like very excited about you know more of the bandy stuff that's gonna have an opportunity to come out but yeah i mean you know our big two um you know that like they support the rest of the industry right you know the you know, the the writers they come they come, you can write for the big two, you know, you can you can make your money, you can earn your check and then you go to Image or you right. go to Valiant or right. you go to you know, I D W and you write your your indie story. And, you know, so many of those have been getting turned into movies, so that's good. But yeah, we, we still need we need we need D C. We need Marvel to be strong. DC's yeah, the comics in their sales are delivering. You know, they they seem to know what their readers want right now, and seem to be delivering it pretty well. I heard some of the stories are starting to get watered down, but yeah. that's why you know they they you know they kind of come back around and you know okay hey let's shuffle things up let's shuffle some right. writers around they got the they got good enough um, talent yeah but I, it's it's weird I yeah Mar- like Marvel they just they're, I think they're gonna I think they're starting to figure it out and um, hopefully yeah the comics r- uh, return back to you know selling. Quite a bit, but and hopefully stuff. until then we've got all these old stories that yeah. we can read too. Oh yeah, we can keep going
0: yeah. back because and the other thing is, I mean, how many times are trades and classic stories not counted in the figures when it comes to the market? Uh, because we we want to see obviously people new 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 people going into comic book stores and supporting everyone the 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 comic stores themselves, independent creators. Um, we want to see that support, um, but it's also you know we need the movies in some ways to drive people into the stores and. It's, 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 it's still interesting to me that there isn't as much of a direct correlation in big rises in comic book sales with how successful the movies are, but hopefully, hopefully something like Infinity will, you know, get some, get some serious action in the comic book stores because it's, it's going to be, it's going to be good. We know it's going to be good.
1: No one's definitely, no one's going to not like it. No, yeah, 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 Like that that that's gonna be a, a, a small minuscule number. Yeah. Like I think we you know, we've all been waiting, you know, for this, for the payoffs. The Russos haven't let us down with, you know, all the all the Captain America movies. Um those dudes so are gonna crack I, and, and ten billion dollars so fast. They're gonna catch they're gonna catch <laughs> Spielberg and leave him in the dust. Uh, yeah, I mean, at this point, if they keep these doing these Marvel movies, they sure will. Yeah. But um, but yeah, no, yeah, we're good. I think yeah, things are only going to continue to get better. Um, as as we go on, it's just yeah, it it is true. We do have to make it a point to remind people to go into comic book stores yeah. because digital is so easy to cop. I know I cop a lot of things digital. Um, and I think uh, I think that um, we we got to keep the comic book stores going. So yeah, hopefully more and more people. Um, we'll we'll visit them, but it's true. Like I think people go to the movies and like, oh, here you get a free issue of Wonder Woman if you go see the Wonder Woman. Well, how do I get it? Well, we're not going to mail it to you. Just yeah. download it. It's yeah. like, oh, well, I just use comicology, and it's like, okay, now the comic book stores are completely c- cut out, you know, right. big time. So. Well, I
0: mean, five five days till Infinity War hits okay. theaters. We will be there. We will be talking about it. We'll be seeing it again. If, if if it's anything like Black Panther, Curtis will walk out and walk into another showing, and then go the next morning. I don't know if it'll be that that impressive. I know it's going to be good, but I mean, Black Panther was, you know, was world changing yeah. for for a lot of people, Absolutely. and so I think Infinity War. I think it's going to keep it going though. So I think it's going to be awesome. I'm really looking forward to it. So thank you for for bringing your massive knowledge of the Infinity comics into the episode tonight um because i knew i knew we had someone on this podcast who could talk about it i knew it was you so it's gonna wrap it up man it's gonna it's gonna do it nice nice hour-long conversation about the infinity war the infinity gauntlet if you're interested in any of the comics we talked about you know where you can go (gasps) empire's comics vault hey they support the show they're a local comic book store ben has all of these books he has pugs and he has hot sauce you can't go wrong what could you ask <laughs> with for? all those things.
1: Um, Rex, Champions. Rex is a champion.
0: champion. <laughs> uh, or, I mean, if you're really not into that, but you're like, you know what, guys, I'm really looking for the Marvel vs. Capcom. You know how I might have it? Computer booter. Local computer repair video game. Retro video game lounge. They still got that P- PlayStation VR. They still got those Smash Brother tournaments. You could show up there. Curtis will probably put you in the ground. Put you in a body bag. Sweep your leg. Who knows? <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> <laughs> so, for anything related to The Capeless Crusaders, you can find it at TheCapelessCrusaders.com. That is your number one source for anything Crusader related. If you are live on Twitch right now, thanks for hanging out. You can always, up above, click follow, get notified when we go live. Clip subscribe if you want to show us your love in that way. Or, if you're watching this on YouTube right now, hello from the past if that's <laughs> if you go down below you can like comment subscribe down there or if you're listening to this in audio just keep on trucking man you got no idea what i'm pointing at who knows but anyway thank you for sticking around tonight my name is david berry at drberry on varying social media platforms i am joined by my brother
1: in arms for the evening wait i'm pointing in the wrong direction there we go <laughs> <laughs> at Curtis, at Calm Down Warning, at Existential Romeo.
0: Oh, thanks, man. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out for the K Crusaders. Good night.